another intriguing edition of the Stack Pack. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. Hello, hello one and all. Welcome, welcome to um, the show where we talk about unsolved mysteries. Um, for an hour straight. For one, well, for between... <laughs> 45 minutes in an hour and 20 minutes. I don't know. To two hours. The final product will be slightly longer than an hour, but let's face it, this may be a six-hour episode seeing we haven't been in the same room together in like a year. We got lots of beer, lots of liquor. We are all together in... Where are we? Arlington? Arlington. Arlington, Texas. We're in we're in Dallas area. We're chilling. After, after we record this episode, we're going to go out into the uh, alley and uh, drink Alamo beer and just go... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't start. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Well, I was referring yep. to the King of the Hill, which tastes place. I don't think, in... <laughs> I don't think they say. They just sit out there. I know. Yeah, what's his name? What's just it? like. The, no, no. The, but the barber dude. What's his mm-hmm. name? He's just like, yep. <laughs> the sassy King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're in my house. <laughs> um, I'm um, David Howell. I kicked stacking. the wife out. I kicked the wife out and the kids. I told them to get lost. Beat it. Make yourself scarce for six hours while I hang out with my Six? Can, you can sleep here any night you want, but you just don't live here no more. Yeah. <laughs> Beat it. Make yourself scarce. <laughs> you shall be seen and not heard. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, like always, with a stack pack, David Howell, I'm here with... Uh, we're at the humble abode of Big Bad Vinyl Dad, Eli. What's up? Yeah. What's up? I uh, was staring at my vinyl, hanging out, listening to some Michael Jackson thriller before... Yeah, just having a good time. We're celebrating that this is a Halloween theme episode that's sort of Halloween. That I think has we're more Halloween. Nothing to do with Halloween. We're more Halloween themed by listening to Thriller. And then uh Road Dan across from us, we hit the road to yeah. see uh Eli. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um it for people that follow Eli, you know how he posts photos of all the different records he owns? They're actually just the same record <laughs> and he prints a new cover, a new cover. for the record That's every right. day. He has a nice printer. He I only have cool. one album and that is Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> and I just cover it with different uh, artists. I just yeah, print them out. Apparently ink is cheaper. <laughs> Yeah. Way cheaper. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna let's get into this. This is gonna be good. Um, um, it's it's a Halloween episode. That's what they say. Um, some of the cases aren't very Halloweeny, but take place on Who's Halloween. They, though? And some are the very Unsolved Mysteries staff, the writers, and the people that gave the words for Robert Sack to say to the audience. Yeah, he's reading uh, cue cards. The royal they. <laughs> NBC, NBC says this is a yeah. Halloween episode. Definitely, you could tell this was marketed like the previous week. It was just aired around Halloween, so NBC is like, just just tell them it's going to be really creepy. We'll do one that some guy went missing around Halloween, and then on Halloween, no, he went missing. Yeah, on Halloween. I thought it was like the day yeah. Before. I wasn't. This shows how much I was paying attention. <laughs> yeah, it was on Halloween, and then one's a ghost. The first one we're going to talk about is a ghost. It's a good segue. Let's talk about the gray man. How gray was he? I don't know. Was, yeah. So this is a ghost story. Um, let's let's spit it. <coughs> we'll spit it for y'all over here, down here in Texas town. Um, we're gonna be talking about the gray man. It's an unexplained, the unexplained, spooky shit, y'all. Not really. Um, this is like a Guillermo del Toro ghost because. 
He's not the bad guy. Yeah, and he doesn't... Uh, so you're saying he's friendly like Casper. Do you think definitely. him and Casper get along? Like, are they friends? I think they would. Of course, those universes don't intersect. We're talking about real life, Daniel. And Casper <laughs> Wait, Casper is a, isn't real? No, 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 no. It's a comic book strip. Or if you're talking about the movie universe, or the, the, the Ricci-verse, is like <laughs> I like to call it. <laughs> the Christina ricci Why not the Pax-verse? Oh, no, is that Pullman or uh, Paxton? Yeah, that, that would be... a. That's, that's fuck. That's Paxton. That's Paxton, right? That's Paxton. God damn it, <laughs> Bill Paxton. Uh, we do the same with uh, what's his name? The dude, um, the Duchovny and uh, David Duchovny or David um, what's Hasselhoff? His no, not Hasselhoff. No, no, it's it's Dermot Mulroney. Oh yeah, Dermot Mulroney or, or Dermot, Dylan McDermott. Or Dylan McDermott. That's the one. <laughs> the SNL sketch. Yeah, let's play Dermot Mulroney <laughs> or Dylan McDermott. <laughs> Same same thing. Bill Bill Pullman. Bill same Paxton. person. I can always tell. I can I can tell my Mel Roney. Bill Pullman was in. Uh, yeah, Bill Pullman sure. was in Casper. Bill Paxton was in Twister. Yes. Yeah. And Paxton is no longer with us. Rest in peace. Oh man. Um, he should probably. I think that was like a weird mistake or something. Um, yeah, we're not gonna get shit done today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is real shit, man. <laughs> You want to talk about real shit? I'm talking about real shit. Let's talk about how Bill Paxton still should be with us, and so should John Ritter. I also want to talk What's about up how with that? this gray ghost drowned in a creek, a creek, a creek, in, in a marsh. Okay, oh. wait, wait. What episode right. are we covering again? This is season seven. three, episode seven. seven. Okay, yes. And uh, um, this is season three, episode seven, and we're talking about the gray man. Um, this happened on a tiny island in South Carolina. It's called Polly's Island. Polly. And and in uh, you know there was like five hurricanes that he was this mysterious ghost was seen, and if you saw him, your shit wouldn't like be the only place, the only house on the island that didn't get totally demolished. Yeah, so he was a, like like we said earlier, he was a friendly ghost. Yeah, he was. Yeah, if the, it was a Guillermo del Toro movie, it'd be like a disaster movie. That'd be the scary part, and the ghost would come and be scary, <laughs> but he would like tell them to get out of their house. He's the ghost <laughs> that doesn't like fuck with you. He just you know leaves everything he just wants as to save is. Your shit. Yeah. To do. <laughs> he wants to save your shit. Hey so, Gary, I know you did. I, you worked really hard last year to get that house, so uh, you know I'm going to do you one good. I'm going to make sure nothing happens this hurricane season. So in 1822, this wealthy young planter and his pretty much manservant, you know, pretty much his slave, right? You know, his right hand man is yeah. He was riding really hard towards the plantation of his fiance, where she lived, because he wanted to get laid. Because I don't know. Maybe. Well, <laughs> he was saying, what, "What did Robert Stack say that he the, the wait. young emotions and urges like got the better of him, or something like that? That he had to ride out to see her. I just gotta fuck. <laughs> just like, I just gotta fuck. I just can't wait for wedding day for my wedding day to consummate. And oh, I'm that's so crude. Now. I shouldn't have said that. That's really crude. Oh, I just gotta fuck. <laughs> oh, come on, it's fine. He probably was thinking that. He was riding really fast towards his love. Um, because he wanted to ride, um, he wanted to, he wanted her, he wanted his fiance to ride his dick, whatever, god damn it, <laughs> this is stupid, so he's on horseback going real fast, I gotta see my love, I gotta see her, I can't wait till we get married, and then he like, I don't know, the horse like trips on a tiny rock, like Falls. when you're on a skateboard, and then and then he just goes like head, head first, head into, first into a mark, yeah, and then like drowns. I just don't. You no, know, it's funny. Horses can you know they can dodge and leap over walls and bushes and shrubs, but you know, tiny rock, tiny rock just fuck them up. I think the dude, the servant, drowned this guy. Yeah, it's like by the time the manservant got to him, 
he was already dead. But yeah. it's like, yeah, if I was like this little asshole. So, so like, did the manservant just like wait along the bank? She's like, you dead yet? Yeah. Hello? I'm nope. Sure. Nope. All right, now I'll he rescue just, him. He, he just put nothing. he just put his shoe on the boy's throat while he was still just like a couple inches underwater. Wow, that's <laughs> freaking dark. That's exactly. I don't know if I yeah. <laughs> I'd do it. So that's like the Quentin Tarantino version of it. Yeah, like the revenge, like the historical revenge movie. The like, slave just like fucking kills everybody. He goes. He goes to the other plantation and murders. The, murders everybody. Murders, murders the, the bride to be. Kills the papa. <laughs> Jago and Chain. He like tells. He tells one of like one of the other like uh, slaves. He tells her. He's like, say goodbye to Miss Whatever. Oh, I forget the name. Right. Say goodbye, and she's like, goodbye, and then he just like shoots the like white lady like. <laughs> It's pretty great. Her and her white privilege. She deserved <laughs> to be shot. Fucking colonizer. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that movie's fun. So um, she gets news, and the reenactment's real funny. It's it's, it's James. It's James. Like, <laughs> I gotta tell you something. It's about it's James. Yes, it's Papa? about James, and it's her dad. He's it's dead. The one that it's supposed to be her dad, but yeah. it's like obviously some like closeted uh, community theater actor. <laughs> it's James. When you say closeted community theater actor, are you, are you saying like? He doesn't want his friends and peers to know that he's uh, a, co- a community. Yeah, <laughs> community. No, I'm not talking about sexuality. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want anybody in his friends or family to know that he's a community theater actor. Yeah, he's openly a homosexual. His family is welcoming with love and arms, but they just don't. He just don't want doesn't want his friends and family to know that he's a community theater. Actor. You're gay and in theater. <laughs> Jesus, no, 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 no. It's not theater. No, not it's Com- not it's community not just, theater. Yeah, community theater. That's- You're not even equity. <laughs> God, no, no benefits. <clears throat> no, anyway, no so bennies. The the bride to be goes on this walk, right? And the reenactment shows her like contemplating life, and uh, she just basically doesn't want to live anymore because James is gone, her gray man. And uh, yeah, she's standing on the beach, and all of a sudden she sees this figure, and it looks it like looks him. like he's hitchhiking. <laughs> he's got his thumb out. He's like, "Yo, I'm still waiting for that ride." <laughs> <laughs> and she runs to him and he disappears. <laughs> yeah. So that night, after she sees the ghost, she's like laying, lying in bed all creeped out. And then she hears the voice of her beloved. And um, he pretty much tells her that there's going to be something bad is going to happen. Get the fuck off the island. He probably doesn't say fuck. But um, maybe he did. I churched it up. <laughs> yeah. They probably wouldn't have put that in the Unsolved Mysteries either way. No, you need to put it on there, Mr. Stack. He said. Get the fuck out of this plantation. Get, happening. get the fuck up. So the hurricane hit hard per usual. That's what happens when <laughs> you see the gray man. And um, her house and whole family and the fucking whole plantation was like left. Unscathed. Left, left, yeah. So the next uh, sighting of him was around the turn of the century. And there was a farmer that was like offloading animals for um, a, a family to... To get all to get all the animals off the island so they didn't die before the storm hit. The the herder saw this man as he was like you know taking the animals to the boat, um, and he was like, "Follow me, man! Like you got to get off this island, buddy!" He's like, like, "Hey, there's, Mister, there's, there's a, a hurricane coming. It's gonna fuck everything up, brother." <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, "You know what? Like I'm not gonna say anything." And the guy was like, "Suit yourself, fuck you then." Yeah. yeah. So then he goes and takes the the herd to the. To safety, and the gray man just stands there like a creep in the woods. Uh, you know, oddly enough, they didn't say this, but as the herder was walking away, he did whisper underneath his breath, I hope you fucking drown. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, the storm 
It, well, see, this is a. I think there's a plot hole in this little legend because uh, apparently the family who owned the farmer, I guess the farmer's family, the people who owned the animals, um, that animal, that farm was protected. But the guy who the herded guy who, the animals, we don't know about him. But <laughs> yeah. let's just assume it, everything was terrible. So, plot hole. He was the guy who saw the gray man, but maybe he didn't live on the island. So there you go. Right. Because technically, if he had seen him, it would have been his plantation that was saved, correct? I don't know. Or farm or whatever. What are the rules? What are the rules? I don't know the end user agreement for the gray man. <laughs> what was that from again? Uh, it's always sunny. When oh. you just turn black and you can't turn back. We gotta know all the rules. Da, 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 the musical. <laughs> That's right. And then Frank wants to say what the N-word. Frank wants to say the N-word the whole time. Can I say it? You can't say it, Frank. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like you don't know the rules to the ghost guy, so who knows? Um, so in 1954, there was another uh, another dude saw the man in his house, and and his house was completely, like, chill. I think they were saying that, like, he had uh, linens hanging out his windows and stuff yeah, like, like that. And it was, it was beach towels that were hanging on the uh, handrail of his balcony. I want to say there was probably, like, untouched. one... They they probably had six when it started and one maybe one like fell on the floor and they they want to say that it was untouched. I don't believe that. Yeah, that, I think that was that was during Hurricane Hazel, I mean, I have- in which there was ninety five deaths and about eight hundred eighteen hundred homes destroyed. Does, does that sound right? Yeah, they claim the house was protected because they came in contact with this gray man. So they call him like a guardian angel. Basically. Yeah. So in September of eighty nine, I think that's the next one, right? Um, yeah. When they talk about Hurricane Hugo and like the winds that were like over 145 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah, with Clara <laughs> and Jim. And $5 billion worth of damage, just like a fucking cluster of like yachts, just all fucked. <laughs> yeah, this is the. Yeah. Hugo came in like a wrecking ball, y'all. Came in like a wrecking ball. I don't understand that reference. <laughs> then you don't appreciate music, brother. You don't get it, brother. <laughs> we need to stop saying brother, brother. So this time, Polly. <laughs> Polly's island was completely fucked, and Polly was real sad about it. Just kidding. <laughs> that's not what it means. That's not. That's not how. It, um, yeah, and there was all but one house destroyed, and um, it was pretty much like they say. We've heard again, virtually unscathed. Um, everything in the house was as it was, and even the front door had blown open, and everything inside was the same. The salt shakers, the salt and pepper, the shakers. magnets. Were like, okay, okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Everything. These people like did an over- inventory like the toilet paper was hung in the overhand fashion and when we came back it still was. We counted all our squares. They yeah. were all there. It's like the opposite <laughs> of like a ghost thing. It's like everything was exactly how we left it. It was fucking weird. <laughs> we left our house and it was a mess and we came back and it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> The mystery continues. So, um, th- yeah, these are the Moors. Jim and Claire, I believe. And, and uh, um, they were reading in the paper that, you know, the island was destroyed or whatever. And um, they said that the gray man made no appearance. And then, like, Claire, I guess, is like, well, we saw him. Well, we did. Okay. But I want to say, this is all in hindsight. Like, they... They claim they were on a stroll. They saw this dude disappear on a beach. They had to have been on like some well, sort of some sort of medication. They were like they were walking down the beach. They see him come up to them. Yeah, 
And then the guy's like, well, I always say hi to everybody. So Someone he waves, waves at him. He's like, and oh, so, some weather we're going to have, huh? He's like, whatever. <laughs> he's like, I asked him about the weather. I said hello or whatever I said. I don't know. And then I turn and he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wait. We give everybody these funny voices. But so he says that he waved at him. And like, as soon as he waved, like, I, I'm picturing like, like, ah. <laughs> but, but, like he waves like at he waves him in front of him, and then the guy's just gone, like in the wave of okay, his hand. Okay, but like for two days, this happened. They didn't say a word to each other about this dude that well, mysteriously so disappeared. And then, and then the wife Claire's like, "Where'd he go? Where'd he go?" <laughs> what it really was, it was just a cataract or cataract, just you know, floating out of the field of view. Could well, be. what they said is they were like, and we didn't really think anything of it until we, you know, our house was saved and the whole town was destroyed. <laughs> And then we saw the news story, and they said, How come everything? The gray man wasn't seen. Well, we saw him. Hey, we saw him. Nobody asked me. Well, shit. We're the Moors. Nothing ever happens to the Moors. Nothing. We saw saw him on a stroll. (laughs) We had a stroll. No one believes us. (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries ended. Unsolved Mysteries, like, I believe you. So the gray man saved. and, And so she's like, The gray man saved us. And she's like, and she's like, yeah, it was the gray man. Well, and the Lord, of course. But I, the Lord, like, sent the gray man. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll church it up a little bit. We'll Let's church it the, up, literally. The, the, the we'll sound not so paganistic. God, God let this man drown in a mosh <laughs> so he can save a house. So he can save multiple houses. God, God, God let this slave-owning asshole drown in a marsh. God works in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he, he might have very well deserved a good old like drowning in a marsh. Sacrifice a soul today, save 150 houses tomorrow. Oh man, he did turn water into wine. <laughs> oh man. So the gray man's spooky, guys. Yeah, We're scared. Hell. <laughs> so um, he's still apparently, you know, I, I guess the, the the consensus is that. He's still wandering around trying to like protect his lady love from the storm. So he's just helping every time he shows up to somebody, it's because there's a storm coming. Right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I put a little bow on that. <laughs> yeah, I, <wonder. laughs> I guess. <laughs> Bite your tongue, Elias. So next we're going to talk about this creepy dude who ends up dehydrating in the New Mexico desert. Yeah, this, this one actually happened on Halloween. So. Oh, spoiler alert. This is the only Halloween episode, the only Halloween-centered. Hey, so afterwards, we're going trick-or-treating, right? We are. Actually, the kids are coming to us. (laughs) Oh, we should... um, I I invited all the neighborhood children in about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) About an hour. Some candy and tricks. (laughs) And we've got lots of tricks, not many treats. Tootsie rolls and apples. And we're all going to get together and we're going to watch more Unsolved Mysteries. (laughs) They're going to take notes for us. Uh, Um, Little Timmy, is that an R or a B? (laughs) I can't tell. So in the desert of New Mexico, in in the desert... In the desert of New Mexico... Um, is where um, we're taking you for this next spooky segment. So in New Mexico, <laughs> a man goes missing in the middle of a New Mexican desert. <laughs> As you do. Opposed to an old Mexican desert. Right. Okay. And I just got to say, this guy's pictures are creepy. All of them. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, like that headshot or the bust of him, like yeah. in his office, that's so perfectly backlit. Yeah, that look it at actually, that. it looks, it looks like, like a he's hologram. Looking. It, yeah, it just, looks like he's looking at you. It looks like he's it looks like a are the, are the eyes following me? Like, I mean, hey, I'm gonna move to the left. Tell me if the eyes track left. Jesus. Can you? Oh, dude, they do. Creepy. Oh shit, they do. He's um, into my soul. So he's a, so he's missing. Don't worry. Twenty nine years old. <laughs> Twenty nine years old. Uh, Robert Stack opens up with some like little nice soliloquy about the supernatural spirit of the desert and the things and the pyramid you know, Native American have natures and energy junk. and yeah yeah salt with crystals have power and well that's a little yeah so we're talking about a guy who in, for some reason in 1988 on Halloween walked into the middle of the desert and just never came back and just pretty much yeah um, it was about 133 miles outside of Tucson. When some guy in a truck, some like rough and tough farmer type, um, saw this kid just like with a short sleeve shirt and short sleeve shorts, short shorts, short sleeve shorts, hashtag redundant, short short pants, with with a shirt and shorts and a walking stick, and he was just like it was the morning, and he was like kind of just talking to himself, and and um, the guy pulled over and asked him if he needed any help, and he said, "No, I'm fine. Like I'm looking for the beast." Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna be on our way now. Okay. Bye, bye. You know what's funny is is in the reenactment, the All guy, right, wacko. the guy in the truck says, um, he says, uh, he's like, you're not gonna find the beast out here. Like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> oh, he, he, we passed him down the road. <laughs> oh, the beast. He's oh, yeah. The beast. He moved four and a half months back. Oh yeah, he's in Vegas. He got a job in real estate. He's in Vegas now, working at the Sands Sands Regency, I believe. <laughs> I believe he works nights at the $5 poker table. Yeah, and he's a concierge on weekends. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Amish Beard. Yeah, for some reason, it's, <laughs> it's funnier that the God, beast that works is... at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the worst beard. It's not even an Amish beard. It's just like... Just shitty. Like... Just like, I don't give a fuck. I've given up on life beard. But his teeth are like freshly bleached. Like, I don't... I'm confused. His beard looks like it was taped on. It was just like a piece of... Like like a piece of tape with like cat hair. You, you can find um, it here. Sorry, sir. You look like you're 13. Uh, we're gonna have to send you to makeup. Oh, so they put a beard on him. <laughs> we don't have the mustache though. Just put the beard on. It's fine. It'll work. So he was looking we'll for fix it in post. So he was looking for the beast. The beast. Um. <clears throat> so this guy was 29 years old, stockbroker David Stone. Um. And at this point, it's been two years. He's been missing that whole time. Um, he was a star- stock market analyst. I think it was like his dad's company, and he worked in La Jolla, California. Yeah, he worked for a branch of his dad's business. So he got really into like what I guess they called New Age, which is, yeah, like crystals and spiritualism and the beast and um, going on vision quests and all this Robert, like, 90s New Age shit. Robert Stacked went into great detail to explain to the viewers what exactly New, new Age is. is. Yeah, because it was very... Very new age. Very new age at the time. <laughs> yeah, and that was my best surmation. That's a word, right? Sur- sur- yeah, that was my best surmation of what he said. Like crystals and bullshit and vision quests and the desert and the beast. But, okay, let's let's go with that. <laughs> sure, I'll buy it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so apparently, they think he just went on the spiritual journey in the desert, and you know, a spiritual journey with no return. I think is the words uh, Senor Stack uses. 
Ooh, senor. We're going with senor today? Is it? Yeah, let's do it. It's because we're in New Mexico. We're in New Mexico. Um, Roberto <laughs> Estac. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, now we actually... You know, I want to, we want to point out oh, that, that all the people in this segment don't have names. Oh, they don't <laughs> well, have... At first, they don't have faces. Names. At first, they don't have faces. Yeah. yeah. And it says voice of like voice of da- David's. Dad. Oh, that's the next one. The next one they don't have they don't have names, right? The ne- the foil lady. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I got them mixed up. So yeah, this one very different. They don't we, we don't get any faces or talking heads. We get voice of yeah, voice of like uh, witness or voice of the dad. Uh, eventually, there's a little talking head where we see David's dad. But um, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like they just like sent a they like filmed it all outside of California and just sent like somebody to take audio. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, just uh, spliced it together, and then we can, and we got what we got, right? Mm-hmm. D- uh, David's dad says that he was real nice and loyal, and he was a sweet kid. And uh, but that he, when he put on that football uniform, that he was a quote <laughs> proverbial commando. So was, I didn't know football was like going to war, right? Yeah, or being. I was picturing maybe like for, maybe for this guy it was. I was picturing Jesse Ventura and Predator. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I was picturing just like that kind of commando, like. Yeah. Yeah, mm, but um, yeah, it's because he dies in that movie. And I was yeah, he's like the first one. Is he like the first one to die? <laughs> they all maybe die what he meant is he went here. commando when he wore the football uniform. <laughs> um, it's like when he put on a uniform, he's like, "All right, time to fucking like take this out is game time." Yeah, yeah, time to take out the trash. That's his uh, moniker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, time to take out the trash. Time to take out the trash. <laughs> Closed teeth the whole time. Like uh, doesn't. Um, yeah. So this is this next part is fucking funny. Um, October of nineteen eighty-eight. It wasn't funny at first because the guy gets crazy. Like, well, we didn't catch it. We didn't catch it until like the third like loop back. Of- yeah. So so John starts a fight right, and uh, they show John walk in on this guy who's like essentially it looks like he's just. He's just about putting, to putt. He's just putting about around in putt. this dude's house at a party. And, and John comes in and it looks like he tells him, what did I tell you about <laughs> playing putt putt in my house? No golf in the house, bitch. And then he just beats the shit out of him. No, no. We Starts don't hear the- punching him in the stomach. And like the, the body movements are just so like over animated. He doesn't actually say no Golf in the house, bitch. We just made that up, but it's funny. It's because it, it, it's like it's because it's like he walks in on Can him. We please name the episode "No Golf in the House." So he 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 is so like pissed off, and he loses his temper. He just starts wailing on on one of his friends, and that his other friends peel him off of him. And he realizes he's like, "Hey, like I have an anger issue." Uh, so the next morning at wait, nine a.m., I want to say I want to say first that like, um, it. It's basically like to, to explain it. It's like one of those like office, like green, like practice green. Oh yeah, putt-putt, just right? like the, yeah. the strip. And, like the, but if you're, you're walking on your boss, he's just putting around. Yeah, yeah, like in a '90s movie. Yeah, yeah. Your your like back hair. The head pleated, CEO. You know, your boss keeps going into the like main production area. Like you know, guys, we got to meet quota this month. Like everyone's working harder. I'm working harder. Like a and Kevin then, Spacey then, type. Then something breaks can on can the production still, can line. Can we still use him as like? Because no, he's, oh. yeah, because he's kind of played. If like, he played a dick, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's not do that. Let's do. Uh, it's kind of like a uh, Michael Douglas type. <laughs> yeah, in <totally>. Wall Street. <laughs> um, yeah, and then he <laughs> he runs in and beats the shit out of him for no apparent reason. The, yeah, other than he's playing golf in his house, he doesn't yeah. like it. 
So John the, doesn't like. So, so the next the next morning at nine a.m. he uh, he's just like you know like I need to I need to reevaluate like where I am at life. So the next morning he takes off and leaves to maybe the Grand Canyon. Like no one really knows. Like his roommate like stops and asks him, and he's just like, mm. uh, I think I'm going to head out to the Grand Canyon. Michael play some or golf, something out there. Yeah, and just like, like I got like, really mad about that golf thing, man. <laughs> That's supposed to be a relaxing uh, activity. And this really messed up. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go try it out. And then his roommate, yeah, his roommate's like, where are you going, buddy? And his roommate had weird, like, future pants. Future yeah. pants, yeah. And he just, like, kind of stood there, just, like, kind of, like. And we only get a voice, we only get his voice. And he says, oh, yeah, you know, he said he was just going to go, that he just needed, like, some time to get away because he was, you know, his anger was getting the best of him. Um, and he never fucking returned, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I know, so creepy. Never. He said that he was, uh, yeah, explosive behavior. Why did he? Why did? Why did the cop? Like, look at him walk. Okay, so he goes up to the he goes up to the car, and then he does this weird like moonwalk back look. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> very unnatural. Uh, so five days later, cops find the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, is in acting, that was really weird. In acting, you never want to turn your back to the audience. You always want to keep it playing. <laughs> that, he wouldn't break the fourth wall. It's like, dude, it's a reenactment. You don't have to you know, project to the audience. Yeah, it's fine. Half of acting is reacting. He was just reacting. He was like, whoa, it's locked. I'm going to back up. Yeah, that made no sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, five days later, his car is found abandoned on uh, Highway 80 in New Mexico. Uh, a bunch of people had actually seen David around this area. Um, and this is where we get a bunch of voices that talk about how they saw him. One person says that they were driving and they asked him if he needed help because he was just kind of hanging out on the hood of his car and he said he was fine. He didn't need anything. I'm just doodling. Please leave me alone. Please. Leave me. Oh. I'm just doodling this pyramid I'm off in the distance. Pyramids. They're really breasts laying down. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I am the power. Yeah. So yeah, we get all these people talking about how he's you broke down. Nah, he's um just uh, I'm good. Just here, sketching, just, just sketching some boobs. The just, the br- being sketching while being sketching. There was a voice of a railroad worker who was a lady, and she said that like she just heard voices yelling, and um, and like like weird shit like like I am the power and be gone spirits be gone <laughs> I am the power and like in the reenactment you just hear this guy yelling like. At the top of his lungs, it's pretty goofy. Yeah. And um, she was just like, that was weird because, you know, at that time of the night, at that time of the year, desert nights are fucking freezing, guys. Like, yeah, they were. I noticed that a lot of people talked about how he was wearing clothes that were pretty inadequate for yeah. the time. Like short sleeves and shorts. So his dad thinks Some that he obviously... come get me shorts. <laughs> come get me. Yeah, they were like white tennis shorts. Looked like uh, something he would be out at the, at the country club wearing. Or playing golf. <laughs> yeah, playing golf in his we, office. We know he was an avid golfer because obviously he lost his temper when one of his friends was... That's my putter. putter. <laughs> was playing golf in the house. I haven't even used that yet. Um, yeah, so his dad it's thinks... Master 5000. <laughs> so his dad thinks that, like, yeah, obviously he went on some vision quest because of this new age thing and his anger. And that, you know, it was all about this philosophy and all this vision quest bullshit. And then he went to go find because apparently you like go out there and you like find yourself and you figure out your true identity like a walkabout, like yeah. walkabout, like walkabout, like a yeah. walkabout. Apparently you have to face the beast and that gets rid of all your like anger and 
and negativeness and evil or whatever. So they actually had a full-scale manhunt in that area to find him for like four days. There was like planes and people looking for him. They had planes, trains, and automobiles looking for him. <laughs> so John Candy and uh, and Steve Martin and Steve were Martin looking for him. Up. Yeah, they were looking around the mountains. <laughs> um, and they looked around this one mountain because it looked like a pyramid. And then the, guy, the first time this one guy is just like, well, this looks like a pyramid. So it, it, I don't know. He might be here. Might have something to do with his religion. We don't know. Or, or it might There's not. nothing there, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, the first thing they find is a triangle shape of, like, a mound of rocks, and there's, like, like uh, like an inch away from each point, there's, like, another rock, like, for each point. Yeah, like, for... Yeah. And then one of them says at that time that they got the feeling that somebody was, like, watching them. Ooh, like, that's like, creepy. Yeah, he's like, I got the feeling that we were being watched. And I probably... I don't know. I don't think that was true at all, but... And then later they found another pyramid that was very similar, but there was, like, all these, like, weird coins, and his... Gold Rolex See, like, yeah, was this there. Was, this was the second one. Yeah, two so quarters and a watch. Oh yeah, just so it was just quarters. Right, so yeah, I guess I didn't catch the first pyramid. Yeah. So, find. so when he sees this gold watch, that's when um, they automatically assume it was. Yeah, his this buddy said the, this same guy who's just like he sees the pyramid and he's like, I don't know, his watch would have been there. Maybe it had something to do with his religion. <laughs> At the same time, he says that like, what kind of religion is like pyramids and gold rocks. watches and rocks? Yeah, and then they find. The numbers written in the sand. So, yeah, the last clue they find is a series of numbers written in sand um, that later they discover is the Fibonacci series, which is used by stock brokers. Isn't sequence Fibonacci sequence? Sequence, yeah. Fibonacci series? Yeah. Series, it's the same. Series, sequence. It was a story. It, it was a bunch of numbers that have to do with uh, uh, stock market and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know what that, that means. The number eighteen was very significant. Yeah, that. yeah. The last two numbers of the sequence are twenty-one, but instead, um, the number that was written was eighteen, and they think that that, that might have some significance. Um, the car was found at mile marker eighteen. His number in high school. His his football, yeah, his football jersey was jersey. eighteen. I don't know if there's anything there. Probably not. Yeah. Um, He's losing his damn mind. Yeah, losing his <laughs> fucking gourd. So <laughs> I haven't had water in fucking weeks. Yeah, he's like, well, be gone, spirits. Around where Highway 80 and I-10 uh, intersect um, is where the, they had dogs uh, following him and trying to track his scent. But that's kind of where they lost his scent. Um, the parents did a full inventory of the car and they found some weird stuff. They found a Bible with a card, a business card for a guy named Tony um, Ballesteros. Ballesteros, yeah. And Tony, they called that guy. Yeah, they, to- they totally called him. And Tony claims to have never met this dude before. Yeah, and the only way he thinks that the business card would have gotten into that Bible was that he had, like, I guess, pinned it to a tree because he, was, he wanted his friends to find their campsite uh, in that area before. And he said he never met him. That's what a killer would say. Yeah, he totally <laughs> murdered him. He, he, yeah, he put it in a mesquite tree for his friends to find his campsite. And then he buried the body over the mesquite tree. Yeah, he planted, he planted a, a brand tree. new tiny mesquite tree <laughs> in the place of the old one. Um, yeah, and and they also found a really strange note that's super weird. Yeah, and it makes no sense. Yeah, and the dad's like, you could tell he's like spent a lot of time trying to decode this. The note says. They think the word is in the safe. And word is like capitalized all like yes yeah. for some reason. Six knives in Rob's room. <laughs> Use by your tea. Use by yours. Use by your teas 
and use Take Your Chances. The fuck? <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> oh yeah, and then Halloween is the last word. Happy Halloweeny, which means pull on my weenie. In so, Spanish. <laughs> so to reiterate, <laughs> fuck that was. So you to reiterate, they think the word is in the safe. Six knives in Rob's room. Use buys your tees and use takes your chances. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. And then you fly off. And you grow wings and fly off. And then you fly off on your broom. <laughs> you turn into a bat and fly off into the night. <laughs> um, so they think that uh, the word is safe. Six knives in Rob's room. You use buys your tees and you takes your chances. Halloween. Um, yeah. And um, that was the day he went missing Halloween. But nobody knows anything. Uh, um, basically, the dad like thinks you know he's like really trying to decode it, but nothing he says like has any meaning. He's just like, except for Halloween. That's the day when that's the day you went missing. That's the only that's thing he says that you're thing. like, okay, I track with that. So work backwards. Um, what did and it say backwards? We do have an. Uh, it says Halloween chances yours takes. Use takes yours chances. and yours tees and buys use room robs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> it was, it, yours chance is somebody was already in the fucking black lodge. <laughs> um, so four years it later, Paul, to, if, you, if you play this backwards, it says Paul is dead. Yeah, it says Paul is dead. <laughs> um, so four years later, we got an update. Four years later, um, he walked back into his parents' house and said, "Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, when, when's dinner? Did you guys take use chances? No, he God, buys all your I had is trick or treat, trick or treat candy, and I'm fucking starving. <laughs> it's still Halloween. Uh, we have fun here, but no, no that did in, not in, happen. In all honesty, he um, two four years later, two hunters found his dead ass body." <laughs> And the remains... Um, Cause of death was he took his chances, but he did not buy his tea. A, they found a Jolly Rancher lodged in his throat. <laughs> they found a, a Jolly Rancher lodged in his throat. He stopped his car. He just really <laughs> wanted to trick or cheat, but he was like in a bad area for it. <laughs> I wondered for the next house and I didn't find shit. Fell off a, ca- uh, fell off a cliff into a canyon. <laughs> I drowned in a marsh. So <laughs> no, that was the last case. No, I know. So so yeah, these two hunters found his remains in the Granite Gap area of New Mexico, and his the cause of death is actually still undetermined. They they couldn't tell exactly how he died, but I mean, exposure like come on, yeah, desert wandering the desert, not adequately dressed, no water, just talking about letting spirits and. Being be the gone. power and conquering the beast. And yeah. Be gone, spirits. Looking for Satan. You found him. <laughs> <laughs> and Satan's just a cold, cold wind with nothing to keep you warm. <laughs> <laughs> or a hot, hot sun with no water to keep you hydrated. Either way, Either way he died pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think he found the beast, guys. I guess you could say he died a terrible, terrible death. He, yeah, I guess you, I think you. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Well, okay. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good one for the kids. <laughs> oh, isn't that a Blink One Eighty Two song? What a good one for the kids. That's a good one for the kids. No, it's Stay Together for the Kids. Oh. <laughs> and it's about a divorce. Oh. So this next one is uh, the unexplained and 
It's dumb as shit, and it's going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. Basically, this lady takes a trip to Hobby Lobby or, or Michael's or whatever craft store was Well, there's relevant. layers to this, right? Because first hairspray. They... <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, first they present a normal run-of-the-mill psychic, right? And I think we should start there. Okay. That sounds fair. <laughs> because it just keeps getting more and more preposterous as, as, preposterous as it goes on. And also, I feel I'll like say. I'll say, and I will say as well <clears throat> that um, if you don't watch every episode or in, you know with us and maybe just kind of listen to the podcast, this one is going to take some turns. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, then you're gonna, then you you're, you're probably already rolling your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, they're going to talk about this. <laughs> so the unexplained. It's a lady named Katie. First name Katie, last name not gonna say. Like Cher. Her name is just Oprah Katie. Or Madonna. Kate, this we can call her Katie just Katie. Katie just Katie. <laughs> Katie just Katie. This is Katie just Katie. So the beginning of this whole segment, we get like interviews from different people, and they go by not their names. They Various go by things like just Katie's form, son or or position. Katie's son. Former, former but police I have, detective. I actually have them. First, Katie talks. Katie's son. Former police investigator. Psychiatrist. And psychiatrist. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's like they're like opening cat. It's like they're open casting calls. What's your name? Oh, my name is Dr. Psychiatrist. Yeah. And I specialize in psychiatry. And my name is Katie Sun. Who looks like a Ca- Carl professional Chris. wrestler. <laughs> and I'm former police investigator. Murphy. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty <laughs> standard police. Just yeah. That's a standard police name right there, mm-hmm. Murphy. That's good. Um, I think we get their names later, but I just think it's weird that they don't. They usually just give just, us their names right, right up. Why, why, why the secrecy? Like, why not just open it up right away? Yeah, it's weird because they're embarrassed. Uh, that's what I thought. I didn't think they were going to bring their names out at all, but. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they, we talk about Katie and her apparent psychic abilities, and these started when she was 25 years old. In 19... 25 years young. Yeah, in the year of our Lord, 1974. <laughs> oh, good year. So she saw a creepy man in her house. <laughs> Coincidentally, dressed in gray. Didn't, like, scare right? her at all. Didn't, not at all. I just followed him back to our bedroom because I thought it was the man we were renting from. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, this dude goes back to the bedroom, and she follows him in there. Doesn't... You know, no thoughts of him. Oh, maybe this rapist just entered my house. <laughs> like I'm gonna go meet him in the yeah. Back she bedroom. thinks I get you know back then everybody's renting a room. <clears throat> so she goes back there. No one in the house. So a little while later, she tells this story about how um, her was it husband? Yeah, it was her husband who they don't even give a name. Pulled out <laughs> Katie's husband, Katie's another husband. generic. So he pulls out this uh, this. Family album, photo family album. photo album that he she apparently says she's never seen before, and then all of a sudden <clears throat> she's flipping through the pages of the cellophane wrappers, and uh, guess who's there? The man that walked into her house. She's like <laughs> that was him, and then that's he's like, "My dad? That's my father? That's not possible. He's <clears throat> dead. He died five years before I met you. He's, was it five? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. She I died five years that. before. He died five years before she met the mysterious Kate. Uh, just Kate." Kate just Kate. Kate just Kate. Um, and then uh, we meet Jerry Burr, 
and he's seen stuff that he can't explain. Who's Jerry Burr? The police investigator. Oh. They finally gave his name. Jerry Burr. Pretty former big, police investigator. Former police investigator Jerry Burr. He got fired shortly Burr after this because case. Because he was a Murphy. nut job. Yeah. <laughs> he actually was still employed when they did the thing. And then once it aired, like, <laughs> once they saw it, they knew it was going to air, they fired him. So they had to change. They just had yeah, to put a former. former in front of there. So you fire your service pistol off in the air inside the bullpen at the police station and you get fired. Like, it's a bad thing. <laughs> That, that really didn't happen. <laughs> we don't know the details. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows if he was fired? It didn't say retired police. <laughs> yeah, former. <laughs> he, maybe he's just one of those guys who went to like, who became a PI. Do you he think he's like, wearing a toupee? Oh, that oh. is totally a toupee. That is a oh, solid wow. a piece. We'll let a you decide. Piece. Check Instagram this week. <laughs> oh, man. I think he, he like scratched his hair and the whole thing moved. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I think Jerry Burr might have a toupee. So um, apparently, one of the things he said is that he like withheld like some crime scene location from uh, uh, Katie. Not Katie. No, wait, wait, that's her name, right? No, Katie. No, her name is Katie. Katie. Katie, just, just, Katie. Katie. Katie just Katie. <laughs> and like, um, she with her psychic powers took him to the location of the crime, and even said that yeah, there's like Oriental paintings inside. Um, it's not the proper nomenclature, room? dude. Someone, something, about, something about a blue room? Oh, that she said that they would find a box with missing jewelry in a yeah. blue room. Oh, and coincidentally the enough, the master bedroom was painted in blue. Hmm. Yeah, and there was like a, a cherry bo- a cherry wood box with right. some stuff. And I do room. remember he claimed that because of the details that she knew, she might have been a viable suspect. But yeah. he, he says, I just didn't know he's how like, good it, she was. He's yeah. like, if I didn't know better... <laughs> I would have primed her to be the prime suspect. Yeah. I just didn't know how good she was. So they're driving along, they're driving along, they're driving along. Driving. <laughs> they're driving. They're still driving. It's actually 15 minutes that and, they're driving. So let's just say driving for 15 minutes. And uh, then she smells some skunk, right? Some, like, mm. marijuana. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, that smells dank. What is <laughs> oh that? Oh, my God. Damn, somebody's having a good night. <laughs> is that pineapple kush or is that sour diesel? Oh, no, that's lamb's bread. <laughs> Wow, why do those guys know so many weed strains that, on the stack no, 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 pack? That's, that's weird. That's Pineapple Express. <laughs> is that Super Silver? Except for silver? Eli. Eli said the one for the movie. Yeah. Is that Super me. Silver? I want the weed from How High where they smoke their friend and they get all the answers to weed. the SATs. I don't smoke weed. Do you remember that movie, How High? I do remember that movie. What do they do? They, their friend oh, dies, I thought they you smoke were his asking ashes. me a legitimate question. They do smoke? you remember being How High? Oh no! They put they they smoke his ashes they by accident, well, and then his friend comes to them in like a ghostly form and like gives them the answers to the essay. Do they do they smoke his ashes? I thought they yeah. I thought they take his ashes and they mix it in with the plant and then they smoke the plant. No, they do. Isn't that kind of the, that's they kind, did, I think they, you're right. Yeah, that's they, kind of the same thing. But you can't just smoke ashes. You can't light ashes, can you? I and mean, well, put it in with the well, weed, son. Yeah, I, yeah. All right. But so I'm just ashes. Red man and method man pack. It's our new podcast. Yeah, yeah, about that was how high. That yeah, that they totally. It was they grew weed from their homies' ashes, and they smoked the weed right before the movie was SATs fucking and, stupid. You yeah. know what's funny is like when well, I was a kid. How high were you when you watched it? Well, when I was a kid, it was That's like the problem. When I was a kid, it was like you got to see Friday, you got to see Half Baked, and you got to see How High. And Friday and Half Baked are very good. Yes. How high? No. <laughs> nope. No, 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 no. That's the C list of all those movies. Yeah, it's like, yeah. 
So back to foil lady. Yeah. Um, so speaking of <laughs> stone, speaking of being very high, a so, lot of these people believe that this lady can sweat gold foil. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Well, we didn't talk about the the, the marijuana. We just said that she. Oh, that's right. She <laughs> smelled marijuana. Okay, so yeah, she so smelled marijuana. <laughs> we didn't just start talking about weed. She she smelled marijuana. And then she took uh, Officer Murphy or whatever his real name <laughs> she is, Jim Burr. A long walk on the beach, Officer Rugg, Jimmy Burr. And then she was like, um, and he was like, "Is there going to be weed here?" And she was like, uh, <laughs> yes, "Yeah, in, in two weeks, two weeks time." And then, sure enough, two weeks later, like a hundred yards away, a bunch of bales of weed washed up on the shore. Bales, bales, yeah, like pounds, like huge bricks, like, duffels, yeah, <laughs> duffels on duffels. Some uh... bales, like bales of hay, but like that's that like. Pallets, pallets that, of weed. Came that in. old school '80s pot, like that, probably tastes like uh, dirt. Oh, this mixed this. with the ashes of a dead person. Mm-hmm. So you can get those <laughs> SAT scores. We call and this you and Method Man, or you, know, you want to be Red Man or Method Man? I don't know which one. We would call you want this to be? Uh, Pacific Coast Kush. <laughs> Has a slight hint of seawater. <laughs> yeah. Can we just call it seaweed? I oh, <laughs> I remember when we were teenagers. Somebody dropped a beer into the bag of gross swag, like garbage weed, and oh, you um, just let it dry off, and then you burned it. We smoked it yeah. after it dried. I would too. And we were like, "It's gonna get us drunk and stone," but no, it just tasted terrible. It made <clears throat> bad weed worse. worse. <laughs> the more you know, kids. The Who more knew? you know. Who knew? So, um, yeah, the guy didn't smell anything, of course, but um, weed did come in two weeks later. And then um, later, we get fucking this professor guy who has a name now. He's not just professor. Paul Kurtz. And he fucking... Oh, no. No, no. Actually, no. He's not the psychiatrist. Professor Kurtz is the guy who's like... Oh, the the, the skeptic. Yeah. He's like, she's full of shit. Yeah. Um, I like him. Yeah. He's cool. She's full of so much bullshit. We hired she's a magician. Full of, yeah. <laughs> she, she's, she's full of fucking fo- gold foil. That's yeah. What she's, full of. she's full of shit. And he says that, like, none of these things can prove that she has any powers. And then you're like, well, we don't know, Paul Kurtz. And then the next part is this whole bullshit about how she sweats goldness. Oh, yeah. She sweats gold foil from her pores. And she's... It's so stupid. The psychiatrist... It's a cringy, like, like, segment. Like, why? Why why is this a story? (laughs) Yeah, it's too dumb. The, The psychiatrist has these videos... He takes videos from like different like year like every like couple of years, and they're like videos that he made on his own videotape, and they're of her like and she like lifts up her shirt and there's gold flanks on her like belly button area and then on the back of her neck like on the back of her back the low of her you know the lower part of her back yeah where you would sweat and it and there's one where it's all over her neck and coming out of her ears and apparently she sweats this gold and stuff and. It looks like, yeah, they explain it like, you know, the foil wrapper of a kiss, like a Hershey's kiss, uh, gold flakes. And, uh, you know, everyone's saying, no, it's not faked. It's super real. And, but these videos look so stupid. Um, totally. And, you know, like the guy was saying these gold flakes appeared before her eyes. Um, so Paul Kurtz, the skeptic, got his like two hot like college like students to like. Yeah. Just put gold leaf all so over each they, other. They, they, they undressed each other and then they sprayed uh, hairspray on each other. Yeah, and they they, they pretty much went to gold foil parties. The, yeah, well, these girls were cool. They were actually it, it was funny because they were just like, yeah, well, we went to a craft store. We got what they called gold leaf, and it's exactly <laughs> what they explained. 
It's yeah, just the chemical compound is exactly the same as what they found on this lady. Yeah, and they put they put hairspray, just something they had around, I guess, to and they attached it to like her body and Some, she's uh, Vidal Sassoon. Yeah, she she put it she put it all over the like her Aquanet. stomach and her back. Aquanet. That's the and, one, and the her, 80s one. And her neck and everything, like the way that the videos of Kate, uh, just Kate. Um, Kate, just Kate. They, but, and one of the interns even made jokes. She's like, "I even have a little bit of my on uh, my tongue. I can still talk. I can still swallow. Well, sometimes. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Well, as best as I can. Yeah. It, it, it didn't seem sexual at all. She just seemed like very like it, we're making it super sexual. It she was laughing because it was just like, yeah, this is yeah. I mean, oh no, like she was and, just and, like making like a total joke of it. Like it was just like. And then one of the most interesting things is she's like, yeah, this it's been on me for like four hours. I'm chill. You know, she didn't yeah. say I'm chill, but. It was cool. I mean, they totally recreated it, and that, and it doesn't really stop there either. Um, and then the not mass mass magician. Well, yeah, but we <laughs> but, but we got to talk about the reason they call this magician um, for something called apportation. And I didn't know about this word until this. And apparently, she can like force objects out of her body. Uh, I didn't you want to know. Yeah, it's weird. Like she can, like a glass stone materialized out of her eye, and she, it looks like she's like ah, ah, and like it hurts, and it's coming out of her eye, but it doesn't, you know. And then there was like a like a clear gem like thing that comes out of her eye, and basically there's this video where it, she just like is like grasping her face like ouch, a diamond, and then you see like a diamond thing just kind of like fall in between your fingers, and it came from her eye. Yeah. And to prove that this might be a little weird, Paul Kurtz, a skeptic, calls this magician. He's like, we're going to call it a professional. And the magician has to do nothing that any person with like common sense could do. <laughs> like He's like, really? You call me for this? this? He's like, yeah, you can put a gym in between your two fingers. It's comfortable. And you can just you move just your like hands move around. Your hand it doesn't look weird. And then open it up when you want it to fall out of your eye. Yeah. She's he's like, like, when you're ready to drop it or do the reveal, you just spread your fingers apart and voila. Thanks for the free money, bitch. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's like, thanks. I got a TV credit. S- thanks, Screen NBC. Actors Guild. I'm part of a union. <laughs> but um, and he did also say that she, in the video, you can see her opening her, yeah, her fingers. And, and they the replay thing drops it, through. it totally does. Yeah. It's pretty goofy, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean that's pretty much where the story ends. I mean, like everyone's like, is it real? Is it fake? It's fake. Yeah, totally it's fake. Totally fake. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't think there's any mystery here, and I think maybe if she did have like some natural psychic abilities, she went over the fucking top and like ruined it hard. Mm-hmm. There is um there was a there is a Reddit and there was like a slight update of basically to discuss that after several interviews and several like analysis people believe that she would be the type of person to perform self harming acts in a sense to gain attention but not on like an attentional purpose like you know it's all on a subconscious level weird like that's all the update was said. I was just like all right like that's useful thanks. The last case is just kind of a more detailed uh, Georgia Rudolph. Yeah, this is a different Georgia. They tell a little bit. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia Rudolph. Uh, Georgia Rudolph, just to, just to give you the brief synopsis of what her story was. It's reincarnation. She thought she was uh, some sad girl in the turn of the century, turn of the 20th century to be specific. And we talked about this. Yeah. Her name was Sandra Jenkins. She was supposed to get married to Tommy Hicks, who was like her boyfriend in these things and these uh, visions. And they were going to get married, but um, he like fell off a boat and died and she got pregnant and had like, didn't have the baby, just killed herself in the lake. Real sad. 
Um, she was like able to track track down the family. It, it, it's iffy. I don't know. She believes she found Sandra Jenkins, but she never really got like confirmation that she actually found the person. So now the, this update is some young guy who, who teaches. He's a teacher. He says that uh, he is the reincarnated version of Tommy Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the college professor, um, he says he was Tommy. And they, we get this weird, the weird psychiatrist with the long hair and the beard, kind of J- Dr. Jacoby-esque. Um, he's like, I need more evidence. I need more evidence. So um, he, this guy goes to, like, I think Georgia or where, I don't know. He, he flies somewhere to get uh, put under hypnosis by this dude. And so February 90 um, is when this episode aired. And this guy had had hypnosis in 1988 where he said that he had visions and of Tom, his, his name being Tommy and he had regressive hypnosis. The consensus is that like, ever like, yeah, we think he's telling the truth and there's no rational explanation. And this guy <laughs> is just like, keep an open mind. Oh. So <laughs> I don't know. What do we think? So there's that. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It's probable. I mean, who's really to say who's to say, let's keep an open mind. Well, I don't believe Foil Lady, so... Yeah, Foil Lady is crazy. I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah. Well, I I like the Gray Man. It's a cool story. I'm going to tell it to my kids tonight. Really? For bed. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I bought that. Tell them the the tale of the the, the Gray Man before bed, right before bed. All right, kids, gather around. (laughs) There's a man that went missing. Oh, no, he died. He drowned in a marsh. And his slave probably helped. <laughs> That's terrible. So what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week we are talking about the great Amelia Earhart, who I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't know nothing about Amelia. It'll be interesting. We're going to also talk about awesome. a high school romance that turned sour. Uh, yeah, and we're also going to be talking about the real life Miami Vice. Oh, that one. I don't know what that means. That little preview looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, who knows where we're all, where we will all be next week? I'll be here. Yeah. But it's fun to hang out and do this we episode. We might be here. David might be here. Who knows? Oh, you know what? I might be here in another week. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But Halloween! Uh, for Halloween! <laughs> so, yeah. So, party, party, party all the time. Um, Thanks for listening to Stack Pack, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm at Davey Howe, D-A-V-Y-H-O-W. Road underscore Dan. And Big Bad Final Dan. Come hang out with us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, do some uh, drinks. And listen some records. nerds. And listen to some records. Put on some records. And we're going to hang out. We're going to pack down. We're going to listen to all my Prince albums. Oh, like, <laughs> like in order? Ooh, let's go crown. I really order. do love the first one a lot. Okay, we'll do that. Um, do you have the Batman soundtrack? I do. Oh, I yeah. swear to God, I do. All right, at Big Bad no. Final Dad. I'm pretty sure he posted a picture of it. Oh, I'm going to tonight. For every mystery, there's someone somewhere who knows the truth. Perhaps that someone is listening, and perhaps that someone is you. Come back next week. I love you. Ooh, tell your friends. Halloween. Halloween.